Gucci Bandana. Gucci Gucci Bandana. Uh, shout out to Soldier Boy. This is episode 47. Uh, wash out. Wash never washed up. Wipe out. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I just be saying shit sometimes, man. Don't pay any attention to it. Or, what was or, that, bro? Was it a game show? I don't know, man. It just lives in history. Yeah, it was a show. <laughs> it was just a white guy that's very excited about a motherfucker like going down a slip and slide some stupid like, shit or dying yeah. <laughs> catching a bad wave like, 90s had some terrible slang oh, I love 90s slang bro Cowabunga yeah Radical yeah Radical I don't those are all black those are all white slangs white slangs never good. what was 90s black slang this stuff tight uh, tight was one all yeah. that in the bag of chips uh, junk in the trunk on the Mmm, drinking the Kool-Aid. Don't even know the flavor. Yeah, all in the Kool-Aid, don't even know the flavor. Yeah, all that shit was corny. Terrible 90s. All right, I'll take that shit back. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> These are fucking freak nick lines. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're back once again. Uh, hoochie episode- Mama. <laughs> <laughs> hoochie, Hoochie, Hoochie. That's the last one. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back, man. Hoochie in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to Tom Glavin. Ever. I think we said episode 47. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 47, shout out to uh, Tom Glavin. I was about to say my nigga, but... Yeah. 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 Do research on Tom Glavin, man. He's not much of a nigga. Um, yeah, man, but a Braves great nonetheless, man. Yeah. So uh, we are back once again. Like we said, wash guys. We are washed, never washed up. Uh, I am Draft. I am Sean Luke Picard. Uh, yeah, let's get into the countries, I guess. Let's do that. Yeah, as we usually do. Let's hope porn don't pop up because I'm not prepared. Oh, shout out no limit exposure. My bad. Uh, yeah, when yeah. You do that. yeah, yeah. Taji in effect. You know, you can see I appreciate us. niggas being here now just because it's been so long since we've been consistent. The boys are back in town. Yeah, we got to have a montage. <laughs> a montage. Oh. That might be the name of the pod. Montage. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So I was supposed to be saying the country's show. The numbers look good, man. These United States, the United Fuck Kingdom. The United shout States. out to uh, Tootin. Shout out to Brixton, man. I'll be oh. back soon. Ooh. Shout out to Australia. Stress them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about Stress them. I ain't good at Brexit. Shout out Brexit. Shout out to the Brixton. Big Brexit, man. Shout out to the Brixton, man. Big Brixton energy. Uh, all right. Uh, shout out to Iceland. Canada, uh, the Ireland. Black Podcast of Iceland. You see it? Yes, sir. Yeah, shout out Ireland, man. You better get your boy. <laughs> get your boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he shout going crazy on the memes, bro. Shout out Connor, man. Yeah. Doing your thing. I, I respect him, though, because he take a loss. <laughs> he take a loss well. <laughs> For a nigga to talk so much shit. O'Connor lost? Yeah, Connor lost. Got his ass whooped. I think it might have been in the later rounds. I tried to watch most of the fights, but I fell asleep. Um, but yeah, Connor got got his ass beat. But it's dope because I'm sure he sold a lot of liquor. Yeah. Like, all they did was talk about that shit. Shout out to Connor. Uh, shout out to Germany. Shout out to uh, Mother Russia. Uh, India, France, France. Yep. Uh, shout Finland, out France. Costa Rica, Puerto Rico. Oh, I hate when people say Puerto, Puerto, Puerto Rico, Puerto, Puerto Rico. Uh, Romania. <laughs> what Brooklyn Jew you been hanging around? I don't know. I've been watching a lot of like Rosie Perez films. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for the left <laughs> Spain, Ecuador. Thank Zealand. God for the right <laughs> Denmark. So that was uh, a creepy ass scene, bro. And do the right thing. Why the fuck does he do that? Why not? Because you got Rosie Perez in your movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Netherlands, Sweden, Singapore. This is the longest country joints we ever done. Slovakia, mm. Belgium, it's Italy. 
in uh, Qatar. So yeah, yeah, we Shout are back Qatar. once again. It's a long uh, thing, but we did it. Still uh, no countries from Africa. Yeah, yeah, we still waiting, man. Mm. So uh, we're kind of bring us home. Uh, you know, rest in peace or some shit. Nah, nah. Uh, let's bleep. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I was bleep all that. All right. <laughs> this might be the earliest bleeps we've had in a minute. All right. All righty then. Uh, let's get into these. Oh, how was your week? Stick at Ari Shafir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, week was cool, man. Uh, another week in paradise. I feel like um, work's been trying my patience. But fortunately, I've been rising to the occasion. Uh, outside of that, I've had I've had to do a lot of a lot of organizing, like life shit. A lot of shit's been happening. Like we had a issue at the house where I had to have some exterminators come by, <laughs> and I had to be out of the house for like maybe about eight hours. And the time that it took me to like itemize what I was going to do with that eight hours. I covered a lot of ground. And it just shows me, again, like having free time and the opportunity to, like, to move and function on my own, I can get shit accomplished. It didn't feel... It's not refreshing to have like a day off and have to handle shit, but being able to handle it efficiently is better than having shit fuck up. Like Even Taji, man, had car issues on the way over here. Taji came through and picked me up because he was kind of like on route. Ended up getting liquor, food, you know what I mean? Shout out to Lupe. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, plus not even lit. Yeah, it's just been one of those weeks, man. And I realized, like, I I had a conversation at the barbershop with the same barber who told me at one point, like, I was going through some shit. I might have been, like, 20, 21. And, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Rail. Shout out Clarence. But shout out Rail, man. Um... I was like, man, life just seemed like, I think, for lack of a better phrase, life been lifing lately. And he looked at me, he was like, yeah, it don't ever get easier, man. You just get better at it, hopefully. And, and that was it. And I think about that shit so often now, especially over the past few week, weeks. Um, so sometimes the consolation prize is just being able to get through shit, not necessarily like getting recognized or any of that. But uh, yeah, that was my week in a nutshell. Ooh, well, uh, my week, man, was... A very tumultuous week, to to put it in a term that I don't really understand. Um, spell tumultuous. <laughs> Gun to your mother's head, you got to spell tumultuous. She gone. She out of here. <laughs> I'm just paying for the casket and shit. I'm just getting the casket ready. But, uh, man, yeah, this week was uh, shit, good shit. Uh, Man, this week was one of them weeks where you fucking look at yourself in the mirror and like, all right, man, let's not do this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like me uh, fighting multiple demons, you know what I'm saying? Dragon slaying or whatever the Kid, kid Cudi uh, joint is. Passion, passion pain. Passion pain demon slaying. Yep. I feel like it was a lot of that. It's just like, I got this, like work is my enemy. Like control is my enemy, so it's your like adversary. Yeah, it's like you know, anytime I'm controlled, it's like even when people are good to me, it's, it's no way for me to be like, ah, right, you know what? It's all right. It's just like man, I'm in a box right now. I just feel that box. So, um, 
getting readjusted to work. I know I talked about it on the last episode, but man, I'm still going through it. That month off, just like Jesus Christ. Man. Yeah, a month off is a lot of time. I fuck it's around. A, it's like, a happy I, balance of time off to where you feel refreshed, or you come back on like baby deer legs. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I'm on right now. It's, it's it's getting a little bit smoother with each day, but man. Oh my God! <laughs> I really had like moments in this week. I just like, man, fuck everything. But you know, I'm here potting with niggas, so obviously I didn't fuck everything. But um, yeah, man, I don't really know what to say about the week other than it was just very annoying. I was annoyed at everything. I felt like I was on my period all week. Yeah. Mm, my myriad. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, not even like emotional, but just mad at shit. Like, I. Like motherfucker, like hello. I was like, man, fuck this nigga. I don't like the way he was looking at me. It's <laughs> like I don't know, man. Sometimes I just getting these funks where I just don't like anyone or anything they do, and uh, I'm sure there's some kind of therapy session that I need to go through. But I'm here potting with you guys instead. So uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, 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 man. Uh, you see what my priorities are. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm here with the yucks once again. But uh, yeah, man. Whatever that was, that's what the week was. Just a whole lot of bullshit. I know I didn't really say anything in like particular. Not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Your week was about as vague as mine. <laughs> but it just is what it is. Like I couldn't really pinpoint shit. It's just sometimes you just feel off. I don't really know how to explain it. It's just like, man, I'm just not on my shit, bro. Like, I should have read your horoscope. Like, I would have got you right. You don't know how to move. Another thing I noticed, but uh, like I hate being corrected. It just gets under my skin. Yeah. Even, Even when, when I'm when, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Even when I'm wrong, bro. Don't talk to me like that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're like, what? <laughs> I, I had that same conversation because, all right, to be more specific, like you, I, I I sometimes have to manage personalities. Not even because I'm a manager, but just because I'm the only male in the environment. Yeah. So when shit go wrong, like I said, shit happened. Like I had a Sean week. But when shit goes wrong... A lot of the, a lot of my aggravation comes from how other people respond to it. So, if you overreact, <laughs> and it's probably an insecurity with myself, cause and I think that's what I'm gonna work on is not reacting when people overreact, because yeah. it's usually not a big deal. And my thing is, I, I don't like I don't like public displays of. And that is a good way to explain it, cause of like frustration. It doesn't necessarily make me react too. But it puts me in a... Like the PDF? A, can we call it a PDF? Public displays of frustration? Like yeah, PDAs? PDF. Mm. I don't like that. Because yeah. I think about it, like, if I was a dude and a nigga... I, it went, maybe it's just public school trauma. Like, you hear somebody say, like scream out, fuck, in a public place, you automatically looking like, yo, who's it for and why? Yeah. <laughs> so, so it when just people, puts me on edge and shit. It's like, why, it's like, yeah. why even do that? Yeah. I, I had to talk to yeah. my child about that. Because yeah. she shows, as a child, I see her do... Things get frustrated and go like, Ugh! like she going super saiyan or some shit, and I'm like, yo, relax, like it's yeah, not even that deep. And I felt like I, I didn't have like those moments, but it's just like some of the conversations. Sometimes I'm forced to have at work. Sometimes yeah. I be thinking to myself like, yo, why is this a conversation that I'm having? Like this shouldn't be a thing that I talk about with people. Like we're adults and shit. Like we, we this is like certain shit. I feel like it's supposed to go unsaid. Like when you get to a certain age. I think the bigger the company too, the more. Childlike yeah, yeah, the individuals, and and it makes like as I said, you know, as everything's high school, so it turns mm -hmm. shit into like school, high school politics, and it's just you know all that shit. I guess like you said, maybe it's it's school trauma for me too, 
because you know I hated school, and when I like start to feel those school type settings again, I just like I automatically like push away. Off. Yeah, it's like yeah, like, I don't give a fuck about it. I mean, even with the flirting and all the other shit. It's just, yeah, I'm not here for that. I'm just, just, I'm just here to collect my payment and get the fuck out of here. But yeah, man. Oh, uh, wash moments. Yeah, wash moments. Let's get in that. Uh, my wash moment. Would be today and yesterday. I uh, played basketball. I played basketball right before the pod. Mm. Um, and the first day, my God, it was so bad. I might have went two for like 30. And like the two were layups. <laughs> open layups. Uncontested layups. Like everything else was just all net. Like all bottom of the net. Like like no rim. Nothing. Like not, not good bottom of the net. But just like all air balls and shit. But uh, the next day I came out, you know, I played today. It was a lot better. I felt a little bit more like myself. But um, my wash moment was I was playing so shitty that I was, like, telling people, like, nah, I'm just out here for exercise and shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you wash. Like, yeah. you, know, you ever see them old niggas on the court? Like, no, no, no. No, bro, I'm just good workout. Yeah, she got to win then. Oh, this nigga garbage. <laughs> <laughs> And like, this, I, don't need, yeah. I don't do no working out. This is yeah. all I do. This is the best way to get this shit. Like, all right, all right. Outdoor basketball specifically. <laughs> all right, old nigga. You that just... concrete work your quads. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck, nigga? Like, nigga, you just suck, nigga. <laughs> you get your headband off the ground, nigga. Relax. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that first day was, was <laughs> so bad. You just suck. Yeah, because I'm like, man, a lot of them niggas never seen me play. So it's just like, oh, uh-huh. huh. yeah, oh, yeah, man, right. this this you, huh? Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, this is my wash moment, man. Just hooping and just, I'm, I became the old nigga on the court. Yeah. And not so, the hooping ass old, like, cool nigga. Yeah, like, I still, I. The I, old nigga with the broke down body, like, man, just go home, yeah. bro. <laughs> like, you shouldn't even be out here, man. <laughs> I'm that guy now. But you don't want to sub? Yeah, you bro. Don't yeah, sub, you, sh- bro. You, sh- you straight, bro? Yeah. My man's here, All my bro. team's getting blown out. Yeah. Niggas, niggas hope I don't, like, we shooting for teams and shit. Niggas hope, hope I don't, don't make it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> only <laughs> shots I'm hitting is the one to get on the team and shit. Right. <laughs> That's, That's the only way you get on. And <laughs> you better make that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I don't know how I turned into that nigga, but here we are. Mm. It'll, it'll, it'll double back Or you'll smarten up Yeah mm. Start playing. playing 2K Yeah I mean, Do a little bit of both <laughs> a little bit of a, Column A A little bit of Column B man Yeah man yeah. I, I had to watch this moment This week Like I remember talking to, And it seems to be Happening with the same people I'm just realizing That my family network Is Is like modern family But real niggas <laughs> But I took a Shout out Logan I want to get Logan on the pod We had an interesting conversation A few interesting conversations About music today um, But uh I took him to go get his hair dreaded up. He wanted to get locks. And I told him for his birthday. Like I, I think it was his birthday or Christmas. One of them holidays I don't really celebrate growing up. And uh, <laughs> I was like, yo, I was like, yeah, I'll just take you to go get them done, bro. Because I know you live in Gwinnett and it's not going to be. It's not going to be. A yeah, good it's look. not going to be a good look. <laughs> you better get your mom to do it <laughs> rather than get somebody out here to do it. They're going to put weaving your shit. Yeah. I was like, you probably, if you find her, you might have to get her pregnant just to make sure she don't go nowhere else. And mm-hmm. I know your mom don't want to be a grandmother. But it was fun today. I got to play like like Uncle Buck or uh, like Bad Santa, like Billy Bob Thornton and Bad Santa. I was just, he, I don't think he's ever been to the South Side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Took him to the corner store. Mm-hmm. I'm making obscene jokes. I'm like, yo, 
I'm gonna get you a toot this evening, bro. I'm gonna see what you made of. <laughs> Just real '90s uncle shit. <laughs> but uh, how old is he now? Thirteen. We had a conversation about music, and he asked me who my top five producers was, and I was like, I was like, Madlib, uh, Just Blaze, Kanye, Alchemist, and uh, who did I, who else did I say? Anyway, but Dr. he stopped. He stopped me. Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know this Q tip. Q tip. No disrespect, but um, and uh, get well soon, Doctor Dre. Get well soon. <sighs> But he was like, stop me midway. He was like, yo, I don't know who half of those people are. I was like, you don't know who Just Blaze is? He was like, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he shouldn't. Yeah, but How I, I didn't. Just Blaze is? What's the last Just Blaze placement that was like major? Not like that. But I'm just thinking about people of my overall producer lexicon, like the things that I think about are great about music. I'm, I'm, I'm my uncle now. Like I'm having conversations with people who are like, y'all, I don't, I don't even know the relevancy of that. Yeah, like he was talking, like he's like I know Kanye, he didn't know who Alchemist was, but knew who Madlib was, which I thought was interesting because they're kind of the same cloth, and the only reason you would hear it is based off popularity or whoever you're around. He didn't so, know who Alchemist was, but he knew who Madlib was. Yeah, I mean, but that's always also like a taste thing. Yeah, know? I think it's more, it, it, but taste is more specific now. Like you really might be part of a group I also feel of people like, who really like a certain type of music as opposed to somebody who's just trying to consider themselves popular. Yeah, I, I think with kids too, like he also makes beats. So I think he has, probably has like a more defined ear because he probably asked another 13 year old. You don't know none of them. Yeah, the conversation came- The fact that he even knew who Madlib was to me is like kind of amazing. The conversation came from him talking about making beats and saying like, I want to do more samples. Like I like mm. the, like a lot, of, a lot of the songs that I like that I make are more melody driven. And now I can only find that type of sound with samples. I was like, yeah, you need to start listening to more Yay. Like you got to start listening to, uh, I told him uh, Alchemist. And that's how he was like, y'all don't know who Alchemist is. Like yeah, a lot of the stuff I was like, yo, drums and and melodies usually come from people who use samples, and one of like the best producers are a combination of both. Like yay. I also feel like um, like I remember having that same conversation with my nephew, and I'm like, so what you listening to right now? This is maybe like right before we was about to go on tour, so it's a few years ago. But I remember they're saying like NBA Young Boy, like a whole bunch of lulls. And a whole bunch of niggas I had never heard of. So I look at that same, you know, it's like his, you naming your top five producers is him naming his top five rappers to me. I'm like, who, nigga? Yeah. The fuck are you? What? I never heard of this shit. We just live in different worlds. I feel like the internet, well, makes, yeah, like you said, it makes, makes people so specific in what they listen to. So it's just hard to, like, I feel like the, when you, we were young, like you had, before, you were like, oh, you, you fuck with the dipset shit. So or you were like, an era, you was an era, like, like you knew if a nigga was listening to a type of music, it was an era thing. Like when I argue with my uncles about LL Cool J being Drake, them saying, nah, LL Cool J bigger is an era thing. This is the first time I ever felt like we can listen to the same music, like the same shit. We had a whole conversation about pro music we were listening to. It sounded like the same shit me and you was talking about. Yeah. He mentioned, he was like, yeah, I'm listening to Rodeo right now. Mm. Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, we were just talking about that last week. Yeah. Uh, but we had the same conversation about taste in music, but the inspiration or the background, the, the, the stuff that people who are technical think about comes from a different like, angle. And that like goes to a bigger point too. Like I thought about this shit randomly today. 
but uh, I can't, can't remember what little subgroup I bumped. Oh, okay. I was on on Twitter in the middle of the night for some reason. And um, <laughs> I'm looking for Nick. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Ladies, I'm taken. Like uh, that white man. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that white man. <laughs> I wish a White nigga man would. that that hunts niggas. Yeah. <laughs> I wish a nigga would. But, uh, <laughs> I bumped into okay. I bumped into some group. Oh, okay. I bumped into gamer Twitter, and mm. I just thought about how like they were they were having discussions about Activision and like the companies. Yeah, not even even deeper oh. than that. Just like how certain companies took over certain games and how they steered in different black just things I never thought about in the world of gaming I just thought about yo there's a small fucking subgroup for everything now bro mm-hmm. like you know what I mean like the way somebody could be in the like a young kid could be in the ad, Mad Lib or somebody like that cause it don't really but it don't really fit we didn't really have groups to like fall into like it's very specific like it was, just, it was a secret society because you got in high school hallways was that social network yeah but the groups were what's bigger like if you listen to little brother you listen to this you listen to that you listen to that it was like kind of like a big ass group but now it could be very one specific thing and it's like a million people and that one thing like yo, know, i like cats with spots that like speak english or some shit, some shit. <laughs> I don't know. you know what i'm saying it's a whole group of people for that shit yeah. like you know what i mean like shout out facebook yeah, yeah. like all the internet made it life so I guess it like maybe divided us even more like you know I guess that's the age old thing like the internet did that I mean maybe not divided I mean you depend on how you want to look at it but um I think it just made everything more accessible like everything is more accessible yeah. you got so much information people have so much freedom to share opinions and ideas that you can just link up about anything yeah but, one of the uh, things that I realized is that it also shows like I said like how different you can be because yeah. these people will have these this one specific interest, and you'd be like, "Oh shit!" Because I think be like, about what the that. Fuck? I don't never, I never know where I would have been if I would have fell into like a maybe a Dipset subreddit or some shit. I mean, we kind of had subreddits back in the day, but it was like you mad.net. You mad.net was a forum for Dipset forum. information and the, and the uh, other shit. Oh, boxed in like shit like mm-hmm. that. We had like forums and shit, but it wasn't. It was the same shit with sneakers too. It wasn't as connected like it is now. You know, it's everything like it almost feels like all culture culture is mainstream because like you can get a million people to fuck with anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like everything is mainstream now. Uh, I don't know. I ruined your whole point, but <laughs> I don't think you did. Yeah, but uh, I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> Just being washed in general. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Logan. Logan. I was about to call this nigga Leo. <laughs> shout out to Leo too, uh, man. Yeah, yeah, shout out Leo. <laughs> uh-huh. Jet all, all the Ninja Turtles. All the Ninja Turtles. Both Leos. Yeah, yeah, uh, Topics? R.I.P. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, all we right, couldn't man. start off the pod like that, but... Um... Nice. Nice. Uh, yeah, it, it, we drop our mics in honor of you, Hank Aaron. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mic drop for you. Uh, but yeah. No seriousness. Um, seriousness. This is seriousness. That's not like Charles Barkley. <laughs> what's, up with, why do, what's up with NBA players that talk like they got CTE? What's up with oh. them? All right, man. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing that, man. I'm leaving athletes alone, bro. I just shitted on uh, Muhammad Ali Connor in the last episode. I'm cool. But um, RIP Hank Aaron, man. This nigga made me feel guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, an Atlanta great. Uh, you know, we from Atlanta, so we definitely got a toast to you. Yeah. Um, toast, to, toast to Hank Aaron. Toast to Hank Aaron. The great. 
Great. Former home run reader. Uh, uh, home leader. run leader. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. I said well, leader. who's the number 484? Uh, 744. 744? That was way off. What the fuck was I thinking about? I thought it was 756. 756? Yep. It is 756. Mm. <laughs> Damn, I out baseballed you. Ooh. Yes. Is that, but is that. Stole that no, base. No, ba- Barry Bonds is 770. Okay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take that, Taj. Yeah. You got my baseball knowledge. <laughs> a, little, a little bit. 484. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, 756, man. Used to be the home run king. Uh, Barry Bonds eventually shattered it thanks to steroids. But um, Barry, uh, Shout out he HGH. played for at least, I think, 20 plus years. He never really had like gaudy home run numbers. Always like a forty guy, but that was gaudy in his day. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man, I, I never. I think I uh, Hank Aaron came to my school when I was in elementary, and in, in, in elementary, but I was too young to remember none of that shit, man. But uh, shout out to Hank Aaron, man. Yeah, I don't think he's one of the people I ever saw out in public. Like, I never saw Hank Aaron in person. I saw Dr. J in person one time. Yeah, he lived down here. Yeah. Um, but yeah. R.I.P. Hank Aaron. Uh, R.I.P. Larry King. Uh, R.I.P. Larry King. That Seinfeld inter- interview with Living Infamy. Mm, cook that nigga. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Don Sutton, too? I don't know who Don Sutton yeah, is. It was Don Sutton. Uh. R.I.P. that man. He, he does the Braves radio broadcast. Oh, okay. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah, Don, Don Sutton. We losing yeah, a lot sure. of Braves. Yeah, fuck. All right, but yeah, R.I.P. Larry King. Um, R.I.P. Larry King. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, he seemed like a cool guy, man. He never said anything racist in public, so I guess mm-hmm. that's something. I don't know, man. It's, it's hard, hard for me. It's to... hard to come. Yeah, 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 that is hard. <laughs> You're right. How, how long is Yeah, been? yeah. He's like he he was like a hundred. Like he was like eighty eight. Larry King is one of those people, and I guess keys. I shouldn't crack this kind of joke right now, but I'm gonna do it anyway. He's one of those people that was always old. Yeah, like, he was old since, since I, I was a kid. Born, yeah, it's like I only know him for being an old person. <laughs> but um, I guess that's something. Uh, so uh, he was born in Brooklyn, New York. All right, well, uh, yeah, shout out Brooklyn. Uh, he was really? he was about Brooklyn. Bleep that. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit oh my god alright <laughs> um hmm. well we'll take a shot on yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't take that shot for Hank Aaron anyway yeah. uh, so oh god I was wild <sighs> um I guess we could talk about Super Bowl predictions yeah we, we'll get into that then we'll uh, take a break. Uh, uh, I'm rooting for the Bills right now, man. Bills Mafia. I, I told my dad today we had to sit down and have a because for those that don't know, I'm originally from Rochester, New York. That's a hop, skip, and a jump from Buffalo. So I was raised a Buffalo Bills fan. It was extremely racist. Go on. Good job, son. Go on. <laughs> We're going to bleep that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I said it. That shit's crazy. crazy. Anyway, man. We (laughs) speaking of racist moments, me and Taji was sitting there. It's like a paddy wagon. It's also super racist. The Irish. (laughs) Yo, so I had on on another note, a a random tangent, I had a conversation about racism today, and I was like, yo, white racism feel different because it's funnier. Like, it's so much funnier to me 
than black racism. Like black 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 terms, the language of black. We don't have a lot of good names for white black right? Yeah, I was like, yo, the reason only funny one I thought was Ofe. Ofe was the only one I said this got stank on it. Snow Roach is the newest one. Like Snow Roach so hard. <laughs> I was like, yo, we started with Snow Bunny. Like Snow Bunny too soft. Cracker that don't have no kick to it. Snow Roach, Snow Roach, crazy, bro. Like, and I think it's I a like Ofe because it just got a little. Those are the only two. It's got a little. It's like it's like a gentleman's way of shitting yeah. on you. You know, he's just an Ofe, bro. Let him be. Yeah, you but, uh, you, you uh, sip uh, your tea. Uh, <laughs> Super Bowl predictions. Let's get this shit in before we take a break. Um, looks like uh, Tampa Buffalo Bay Bills has officially right now, man. Okay, and Tampa Bay is officially in the Super Bowl. So shout out to Tommy B, Tommy yeah. Boy, big uh, fuck <laughs> Bill Belichick, Big Brady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck Bill Belichick. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. I love to see it, bro. This is the one time I'm kind of rooting for Tom Brady because fuck Bill Belichick, yeah. man. That nigga, th- that nigga turned a white man into a slave. Yeah, this motherfucker fuck with Donald. Trump. Trump and shit. Mm. Yeah, fuck him. Mm, shitty ass hoodies he wears. His, his ass is sitting at home tonight. Oh, <laughs> watching. Watch them goddamn Buccaneers in the mm. Super Bowl, man. Mm. Oh, they got out. They, they're going to be the first home team mm-hmm. ever Dude, in the, the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. So, yeah, congratulations to Tom Brady. Breaking records this once is again. This a soap opera, bro. Yeah. My favorite android, Tom, <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, but we'll be back <laughs> after these messages. Yeah, Wayne, I know what the fuck you was up to. Oh, we're back once again. Yeah, my we bad. I should have gave some intro. But yeah, yeah. we are back. Uh, but yeah, man, shout out to Lil Wayne. Shout out to uh, Kodak Blizzak. Yeah, I put uh, a lot of Kodak. I streamed a lot of Kodak Black in your in your, um, in your your honor, brother. Welcome home, man. I don't really like necessarily a lot of Kodak new music, but but I love like classic Kodak. Yeah. Like, I like, he got bangers, man. Yeah, man. You know, obviously, it's a skirt and fucking. No flocking. No flocking. Ugh, my God, I forgot about no flocking. I forgot that no flocking turned into uh, Bodak Yellow. It's been so long. This nigga, this nigga got a tree. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, man, no flocking is uh, much. Uh, uh, shout out to both of those artists. But uh, yeah, uh, Kodak Black was pardoned by Mr. Donald Trump. Also, Lil Wayne was pardoned. So when uh, y'all saw Lil Wayne like posing with Donald Trump, he knew what was doing. Yeah, he knew what was up. yeah. yeah. Sometimes I think about like, why the fuck are you still catching gun charges, nigga? <laughs> like, how yeah. old are you, nigga? What the fuck is happening, nigga? But uh, shout out to Lil Wayne, man. I don't know if there are any Lil Wayne tied bloods in Atlanta, just in case, man. Y'all chill, bro. <laughs> yeah, please. Y'all got to feel me too, bro. Y'all ain't getting caught with pistols like that. Um, work smarter, not harder. How does a nigga get caught with a pistol like that? I just want to know. Like, what's going on? Like, you, I think you might be just, you might be on your Rico shit. Like, put your guns down, man. Yeah. We got soldiers now. We got people we for got that We got soldiers, shit. man. Yeah. It's like, what we doing, man? We made mm-hmm. millions. We still catching gun charges. But, um, I mean, Barack wasn't going to step out on a limb and do no shit like that, bro. It's all kind of real niggas in jail. I don't think he released none of them. But, he, I guess he did the little drug offense charge, and a lot of people got uh, released, like, kind of based on that. I guess that's his. Who did Barack pardon? Does anybody know? Anybody, like, noteworthy? Not that I can recall. I know we were rooting for him to pardon Eric Snowden at the time. Yeah. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. Bobby Schmurda. Oh, yeah. Nobody fought for Bobby, bro. Yeah. I wanted to do OJ, but... He was going to pardon OJ? I wanted him to. From what? From what? He's free. <laughs> OJ, OJ got a, bun, uh, got oh. a Rolls Royce truck. Back, back oh, oh, he was still in jail back then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
I'm still just so used to OJ being free, talking shit on Twitter, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, living his best life. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, bro. What politics is turning to? It really feels like reality TV. The fact that like I'm talking about Kodak Black was fucking pardoned by the president of the United <laughs> States, bro. What the fuck is going on? Man? Shout out to Harry O too. Um, uh, Death Row associate that was oh, also yeah, he got pardoned, as well. pardoned by uh, Mr. Trump. Um, I shouldn't call him Mr. Trump, but I don't know, man. He's well, he not. He's not. He's not uh, the president anymore, Mr. He's Trump. No, nah. mm-hmm. he was. He was on the verge of impeachment. I'm just gonna say. I still. I mean, they, they, yeah, they still uh, do that. Does it? Mm. Oh shit! Well, yeah. Shout out to Trump, man. We got a lot of shit on the way. Uh, but yeah, man. Um, got a lot on your plate, though. I don't know what else I can say about that shit, man. Them niggas got pardoned, so I'm glad to see Kodak free. I guess I'm going to stream some more of your music. I actually haven't listened to Kodak in a while, but I love painting pictures. His first, his debut album. Kodak always had a lot of potential, man. Yeah. Rolling peace. You know, like, one thing I hate about young artists is because, like, of the technology thing that you're used to recording with, like, who you record with. So, like, mm-hmm. they don't... Sometimes it don't be as open to work with producers, I feel like, to let them, like, kind of mold the sound. I feel like niggas like Kodak would be so much better if for they... For real. Kodak and for real. Like, Metro was probably one of the few niggas that really mold a young nigga sound. Like, the, the shit that him and 21 Savage mm-hmm. got is just fucking... This shit's magic, bro. Like, because he's really letting them really produce the album, you know? If mm-hmm. I feel if Kodak had a, a guy like that, like, really letting him produce him, like, his shit would be crazy. Because Kodak got bars, man. Who'd you pick? Mm. And I think it's more so regional. Because now you see people like the baby get on and... He got he, he got uh, Jetson. Yeah, Jetson yeah. is yeah. is, is uh, like from the city. So that's why I feel like the, uh, and, and it's, and it's, it's like, kind like of the trending music. It's the like baby the got a, like a very molded sound. Like, the baby sounds... The baby don't sound like... A, like nigga sounds like... A superstar, man. Yeah. Like he just got the shit. Everything is there. The hooks, the bars, everything is clean. It's it's just it's put together well. Like you know, I'm not the biggest the baby fan, but the motherfucker I think the, can rap. Atlanta's one of the homes of those places where you get you get in like a the way Future that works with Future. Yeah. Like know how to like I mean Future and Metro, same mm-hmm. shit. Like and like when you 808 Mafia and people like that, like. They know how to mold these artists. Southside, Southside, people yeah. like that. Like and Southside, stay on the low. Southside might be, might be one of the top producers in Atlanta. He stay working with artists. Like he give niggas hits. They really know how to mold these dudes' sounds. And some of these young dudes, I feel like they kind of lost because they don't have that producer. Like every mm-hmm. Snoop need a Dr. Dre. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I always used to tell Illa like he re- he used to always tell me like most rappers don't like be producing like like to be produced. I'm like my thing is like I know. My ace in the hole is the producer. Like, yeah. like shit, nigga, he here to help me. <laughs> like, nigga, we we not. We can talk this shit out. Yeah, let's let's shit. What what are you thinking when you hear this shit? Like, you know, bounce ideas and shit. Like, I think the collaborative aspect of music kind of got lost with technology sometimes because you can make a whole album by yourself in your room now. So you're not, you know, you get so insulated and with the or the, your little group that you don't get a chance to grow as an artist sometimes. You know. <laughs> There's a long tangent uh, about them. But yeah, they're pardoned. <laughs> uh, niggas is back. Shout out Lil Wayne. You know, it's a lot to Another be Another rock album on the way. Like sometime, one day, bro, we're going to have to have a real conversation about like the reality of Lil Wayne, man. But, you know, I don't know what's to be had today. From but what angle? From his public comments over the years. 
Yeah. Like they're they're wild. All cringeworthy. And the mm-hmm. fact that nobody has said nothing. I mean, I'm sure he probably is a good guy. I never met the guy. But man, remember hearing him say that racism don't exist. Like I never felt racism in my life. It's just like it's such a slap in the face to everybody that like walks to like all the black people that have to go through, you know, regular life and deal with like trials and tribulations. And then yeah, the he whole, was one of those people. The whole Donald Trump on, shit don't help. Even based on his raps, I never looked at him for real shit. I never looked at him like oh, I expect him to do some real shit outside of music. I don't really expect anybody to do it. It's refreshing when they do, but when shit like that happens, I'm usually not shocked. All right, so one thing I would say is the one, what cultures, every other culture has on us except whites, they got codes, bro. Niggas have no codes, Yeah, bro. no code. Niggas would be bought and sold exactly mm-hmm. like slaves. You know what I'm saying? Like You don't stand for something, you fall for anything. What Jewish person is embarrassing <clears throat> Jews on a public stage regularly? Like saying shit like, yo, the Holocaust never happened. Who, who would say that type of shit? But Kanye would say. Slavery never happened. No, slavery was was a choice. You're, shit like that. Like, you're, you're also talking else? about you're also t- talking about people who I hate to say it, man, but shout out mental health. <laughs> like you're looking at people going through shit in a public setting. Like you yeah, say, what type of what's it? We wouldn't even allow no motherfuckers get to the top if they would like. Certain other coaches wouldn't allow them to speak for them. They but, wouldn't. But we're not allow that platform. We're not necessarily in a position to have enough. No, we are. Cause we, cause Kanye would never be Kanye without us. We as Kanye. a people, as a people, yeah, yeah, you stop listening to it. But I don't, I don't think we I knew think this it has motherfucker to be, was fucked up back then, nigga. I we think somebody higher up has to have those type of opinions, and everybody else above him. I was talking about earlier. I knew Kanye like, was off when he said the George George Bush shit, and then it wasn't like I didn't agree with him. It was just it was body, just that you knew it was, it was the language. wrong time, yeah. and, and it came off clunky. Yeah, but I was saying earlier, like to Logan. You can't necessarily conflate a person's music with their persona. Like that that'll ruin the artist. Like everybody was fucked up. So. After they die, everybody looks at them like they're great just based on product alone. But if you look at the things they did in a public setting, it might be kind of wild. There's these stories about the Beatles, there are these stories about Jimi Hendrix, but it doesn't take away from their legacy. Now since you can do a whole exposé like on a person's past history and transgressions, you getting some of these niggas out the paint. There'll never be an R. Kelly like greatest hits album ever again. Like, but you're there'll not gonna be another R. Kelly though, because we allow it. Like we don't have no standard. Like look how long we let R. Kelly cook. Like we didn't we let R. Kelly cook until white people's like, all right, niggas, slow up. Man, we gotta step in on this shit, bro. Yeah. Like we y'all just gonna let them do this? Like that's what happened. That's what it really took. Like it took white people to give a fuck. Cause yeah. niggas been new, niggas been passing around the te- tapes, fucking popping popcorn. Nigga like, oh yeah, that bitch thinking fuck, boy. Like doing the same, all kind of crazy shit. <laughs> I remember grown ass men telling me. I remember being, I was a kid back then, so it was very okay for me to be into it. But you mm-hmm. sick old ass niggas that watching was watching sixteen year olds and shit, mm-hmm. like nigga, I was like when this shit happened, like nigga, this I was nigga. That's what I'm saying, nigga. Like I'm damn near twice that age, bro. Like, uh, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Bleep some of that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But the point is... <laughs> Bleep a lot of that. <laughs> well, that uh, but still, like, we let this nigga cook for so long, like, we just don't have standards about shit. Like, niggas gotta find I'm a so way to have standards, bro. We can't keep saying, you gotta just, uh, dis, you know, just... I just avoid so many Disassociate pe- the artist from his music. Like, you can do that, but... 
We can't do that, bro. We can't. I don't. I don't think R. Kelly is on the same level as uh, Kanye West. Or do you think <laughs> just regional or? Uh, and we mean like as far as popularity? Not as far as popularity. I mean as far as like like the offenses. Yeah, yeah, okay, offenses. yeah, yeah, offenses. Yeah. But I think I, I, th- I, th- I, I think, think the stain. It's is easier all the to same. explain. It's I mean, easier to explain. It's not with Kanye's outburst. Nah, not because we put him on, on such a pedestal. Like if Jay Z would came out and said like. I think it's just a product. I think niggas are stupid. Like, maybe if Jay-Z says some shit like that. Bro, like, it, bro, how would we recover from that? We put this nigga so high. We we told all the white people, like, yo, this guy, he's like the guy that should speak for us. And then he come out here and shit on us. You know what I realized? It's so, it's so fucked up. I look at certain situations like this. Like, I'm so used to shit being fucked up. I don't imagine <laughs> yeah, it any other way. Like, this is what I'm having one of those moments now where I'm just like, yo, that shit not right. It's like it's like sick days. It's like, yo, what you mean? How many sick days do I get? It's like, what do you mean? Like, nobody checked when, them. Because I, I think in our circle, nobody goes for that. Nobody has these type of conversations and condones the negative behavior that these yeah, people have. Yeah, when I but have, but I see, I know that nobody else is gonna. It's not gonna detract detract from their fame. Like, it's not gonna detract from their fame. If anything, based in this era, it's gonna go up. Like, I just listen to, like, and it's not just a Kanye conversation, but it's so many artists that, like, embarrass us daily and, like, we'll, like, hang our heads on the fact that, oh, shit, man, we got to separate this from that. But it's like, bruh, it's, what it's, if we had a standard, bruh? What about we just try some new shit? We already know the shit we've been doing does not fucking work. What if, like, fuck all the politics, fuck all the vote and all the other shit. You can do that, too. But what if we just had... A real ass like shift in the way we moved. That would be the real shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Fuck all the like, cause that's some shit that they can't assassinate a leader for. There's no leaders, like, cause we everybody's doing the right thing. Yeah, we just moving accordingly. Like, I mean, actually, and no, that's way harder than just electing a leader and following that motherfucker, cause that's what we want to do. But it's just like, yeah, if we just set a standard for on the people we elect to be these people, like other cultures do like they're not gonna let themselves be embarrassed like who's the Indian guy embarrassing Indian people like talking shit about Indian people that's Indian for money (laughs) like who's the Asian guy shitting on Asian people for money they might make little Asian jokes but they're not gonna shit on what's funny is I just thought about they're not gonna shit on like you know what Nagasaki or some shit you know what other races do you know what other races do when they they hustle this shit bro no no listen listen even from the standpoint of like when they hustle in race when other races want to hustle race, they hustle black race. Yeah. Like Bad Baby. Yeah, like, all that type of shit. Because our <laughs> shit is for sale. Yeah, like, Aquafina. our shit is for sale, bro. Like, mm-hmm. We give it away. Like, it's just one of them things, man. Like, so I just... I'm, that's why, I like... The older I get, the artists I listen to, like, I feel like I can kind of stand by the, the way they move. For the most part. I can't gonna say everybody, but, like, the, the people that I really... Am, I can say I'm a fan of, like... I don't think Freddie Gibbs would embarrass me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, completely embarrass me. I don't think he would completely say some bullshit. I can't, you know, obviously, I don't know that man like that, but <laughs> I can kind of stand by that <laughs> just by the content of the lyrics and shit. And sometimes we, you know, when it comes to that ridiculous shit niggas be saying, sometimes we got to just be like, man, we can't really elect. Like, that's how a 6 9 makes it and shit. Because we just, like, leave the shit open, man. We got to check some of this shit before it even get popular. Like, we all got to stop and be like, nah, fuck that. Like, it's just clownish. Yeah, I just, I, I just know the way the world works now. Yeah, everything of course is it's all never going to happen. Yeah, Everything's yeah. all spectacle. Like, because, you know, 
but I, I still feel like it's just a black thing. Like, you know, like we're so used to being the clowns that we don't even know that we're in the show no more. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, nigga, I just do this now. I just put on this fucking big ass red nose and these fucking floppy shoes, nigga. <laughs> Dance with the spotlight on me, nigga. I don't know. Either you gang bang. This is crumping full time. This is crumping for life. <laughs> that was a whole tangent about uh, rappers and shit, man. But I just, you know, sometimes I be embarrassed, man. It's like, it makes it hard to listen to rap sometimes when I want to be like, into some shit. Yeah, it's like, damn, man. Because it's like, I understand why people don't want to respect your intelligence if you say you're into we'll hip-hop. take you seriously. It's like, look at, the, look at the fuck these niggas do. Like, this shit. A lot of my favorite rappers slowly faded out just based off my assumption. Like, being around a bunch of lames. Like, you see niggas, how niggas move up close, and you're like, man. I just, I just, I just put words together. I don't want to do all this other mm. shit. I literally had a conversation before this pod. Like, I'm like, man, I don't understand how somebody could be a fan of someone. Like, I could like an album. Like, you know, yeah. I love Freddie Gibbs. I don't like all this shit. Like, I'm a fan of this album. I'm a fan of that album. And if you have enough of those, I'm like, all right, man, I like your shit overall for the most part. But I'm never a fan of you because you're just a person, bro. Like, you, you know, do you, some shit the way you do some shit. Yeah, like we live in this fucking fandom culture that's kind of fucking sickening sometimes like to me but uh yeah man kodak black blah 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 <laughs> welcome home nigga uh yeah stimulus checks right yeah stimulus checks apparently are going to be only administered to people who get the covid vaccine um I'm gonna get my fourteen hundred. I don't know what y'all niggas gonna do. <laughs> you can shoot me with anything, yeah, whatever, bro. <laughs> Cancer, AIDS, yeah. nigga. Fuck it. Uh, it's See what it, uh, never mind. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> we getting good at this bleep shit. Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bleep myself. Yeah, cool. Minority Report. Yeah, yeah we but, know. But um, if you know, you know. I think I think America's doing real America shit. <laughs> like, we're, yeah. It, it, I don't want to keep get, getting branded, man. Yeah, it's weird. I, and I wonder how many times it's happened. Like, I think about shit like chicken pox and, like, even polio. Like, how many people, like, what were the real stats? Because it was probably easier to hide shit. I remember watching Public Enemies and thinking how how wide open the world was when John Dillinger was riding around robbing banks. It was like, oh, these niggas would run to, across an imaginary line and nobody would follow them because they, they played by the rules. What the fuck? They, you robbing a bank with no mask? This shit's so crazy. The world is so... Like, Big Brother's always watching now. You couldn't get away with that same shit. So... Yeah, the 50s always... My idea is like, hey, she. And then she's like... <laughs> Come on, she. Watch out the knives. <laughs> shout out Al Capone, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the whole idea that shit is just so cartoonish because it don't seem real. Like, how the fuck did you do some shit like that? Like, you hear these stories, like, they yeah, just walk up to the fucking police chief and just slap him in the face. <laughs> like, Al Capone stories and shit. Like, what, bro? Like, they ain't boss up. Like, they damn for sure would have killed niggas in a second. But I mean, I guess that's the same thing with storming the Capitol. Yeah. And I think that's what those type of times, black people don't really have those type of times. Like, the drug where I watched that crack documentary on Netflix, it was interesting. Yeah, I watched it too. Uh, and you yeah, see it was how. Good. You see how. Shout out to uh, Dr. Carl Hart. You see how. I want him on the podcast one day. Shout that'll be dope. Yeah. But you see how intricate the plot to destroy black America was. They they talk about crack being like a bomb on the hood. And I think about our era, everybody got that family member. Everybody has a family member. What's like, so crazy is I remember 
Illa saying this shit. And he was like, yo, like when crack hit, bro, like niggas smoking that shit, like niggas smoke weed. Like we like niggas ain't know like it was a thing. Like so it's like, yeah, like and then you turn around. You see from a distance and your VCR crazy. mission. Yeah. But if you was in it, it was just like, oh yeah, I mean, just trying to hit some shit, nigga. <laughs> and before you know it, you just on some shit. Like But also I think, I don't know. At the same time, I'm sure there's a lot of people that smoked crack once and just went back to life. You said crack. Like, I'm there was sure a crack thing, there's an urban legend life. that crack stats are all juke. Like that during the nineties, the DARE program used babies that were suffering from infant fetal alcohol syndrome um and tried to brand them as crack babies. Like these are these are the effects of crack on an infant. Yeah, which is completely wrong. How like kids are gonna be super psycho and like being like incredible Hulk killers and shit. Like, yeah, it, it, and and like it the made crack, the age of the crack babies. And it made the campaign so crazy because all of this stuff was being brought in by the same people. Who Shout were, to Young Dolph. I think he got a mixtape called Rich Crack Baby. Yeah, but yeah. all of, all of the propaganda about it was was geared towards making us look both victim and villain. Yeah. Which is America in a nutshell. But uh, yeah, shout out to Joe Biden, man. He's going to make sure we shoot up before we get this money. Yep. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be some kind of travel ban, too. Um, That's the only reason I'm going to get that shit. You're going to give me the check and I'm going to get the travel ban. Travel ban already kind of set in. Better health care. Um, I remember when I was traveling. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> hey man, <yeah. laughs> this nigga draft had to flex on when I was man. when I was walking towards my terminal. I saw mm. that Amsterdam, like to go get to Amsterdam, you have to have the vaccine already. So I mean, a lot of other lot countries of are taking like, this already, shit seriously. Yeah, so I mean, I don't I don't know how to feel about these rush vaccines. It's still like tricky right now. If like if I'm given a choice, I probably won't take it. Yeah, truthfully, I'm still on the fence, but I mean, it depend on <laughs> depend on what the chat look like, bye. I'm gonna just what, let all my friends die first, and yeah. then once they fix all the kinks and shit, then I <laughs> go get this. I had a real dark conversation about like niggas better not let me die without a lineup, bro. Like, <laughs> if y'all let me die without a lineup, bro, I swear that's how you create a ghost. I'm coming back. Bro. Bro, I don't really care what yeah. I look like. Nigga, I'm gone, nigga. Fuck that shit, nigga. I, could, I, could, I feel like it's a reflection of y'all. I could have half hair, half braids. Fuck it. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you could ODB me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Knock my teeth out. Fuck it, man. Tell, tell niggas I was everything. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big three. Shout out to um, Colin Sexton. <laughs> shout out to Colin Sexton. You got them right. <laughs> Shout to fucking Colin Sexton. Real letter nigga, bro. You see what it is. That is a story. Did you see that tweet? Cold blood killer. Two times. Two <laughs> times, nigga. Did you see what uh what Kevin Durant uh mentioned in the interview where he was like, yo, Colin Sexton walked into the locker room, walked past everybody and sat next to Kyrie and said, lace him up tight, it's gonna be a long night. Oh shit. <laughs> 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 and cook that nigga afterwards. Jesus Christ. That shit, that, is, nigga. that shit is crazy. That first bro. game, he really cooked that, that shit nigga. Is he crazy. might have had 42. Shout out to Colin Sexton, man. Jesus Christ, man. The performance of the year. The performance of the year so far, man. The yeah. NBA season has been very entertaining, man. Shout out to the NBA, man. Always delivering. Fuck the NFL. Fuck Bill Belichick <laughs> once again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, the new Bill's Mafia, game. bro. Let me check this score right quick. Don't. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I trust Taj. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, but um, 
not looking good. Yeah, so James Harden is officially on the Nets. I think we talked about it before. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see the whole, the whole big three. They haven't looked good so far, but they also have a lot of holes in their roster. They have no defense. They traded like their big man. This is not a sports podcast, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they have no big man. It's not looking good. I don't know what their record is since everybody's teamed up, but I know the Cavs beat the motherfuckers twice. So shout out to uh, the big three killer, Colin Sexton. Mm. Mm. Motherfucker, man. Killer. Man, that was a, a beautiful performance, bro. That yeah, let me see man. what high school he went to because I know he's from here. Yeah, he's from here. Definitely mm. Atlanta born nigga. Like, I remember, like, the, the drawback on him being that he didn't have, like, a good jump shot. 10 and 8. What's ten and eight? Well, no, no. What's their record since uh, the trade? Is there like their record? Yeah, from Marietta. Big three on the court. I think they've only played two or three games yeah, together. Probably, let's say they're one and two right now. You play for Pebblebrook. Pebblebrook always been nice. But yeah, man. Uh, I guess I wasn't going nowhere with that shit. But yeah, mm-hmm. man. Shout out to the big three, man. Steve Curry not looking good as a coach. I mean, oh, Steve Nash. Shout out to Steve Kerr. You're actually looking great, man. Shout out to fucking Steph, man. Goddamn, goddamn lifting the Warriors up, man. Looking like an MVP again, man. You got to love Steph, dog. I think it changed the game. I like young, old NBA. Like, we look good out here. Yeah. Yeah, Steph is like... As a whole. Like, even with the... KD looking good, dog. Even with the drama, like, niggas like LeBron and shit like that. LeBron looking great. Yeah, he look... the, The future looks bright for sports in that regard. Yeah, and then yeah, the young young OGs is looking mm-hmm. great in the NBA, man. It's it's we got like you know we got Ben Joel Joel Embiid is playing great. Mm-hmm. My shout choice for MVP. You shout know out to saying. the Sixers, man. I want to see y'all win. Number one in the East. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Y'all don't give a fuck about my sports take, so <laughs> I'll move on. Uh, <laughs> number one in the East, though. Uh, shout out to the Philadelphia 76ers, Joel Embiid. Couple forty pointers. Couple. <laughs> is he shooting, bruh? This motherfucker has... All right, I'm not going to get into it. Uh, what's the next topic? <laughs> uh, last thing we... Yeah, last thing we got is draft top right. tweets. Um, um, it's up to you, man. We ain't got to do it. We can uh, do what we can listen to. We'll take, take a break. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah, man, let's get into what we've been watching, what we've been listening to. Uh, I watched, uh, uh, what's the shit, the D.B. Cooper shit called? Did you ever find the name oh, of that? The Mystery of D.B. Cooper. Oh, The Mystery of D.B. Cooper on mm. uh, HBO Max. It's a really dope documentary about so one dope. of the- uh, I'll probably watch it tonight. Don't, probably the only successful uh, American um, plane hi, uh, hijack, I guess, hijacking of a plane. I don't want to really give away the story, but uh, basically a guy hijacked a plane. He demanded a lot of money. I want to say it was a half a million dollars, and um, he was never found, and they never found his body either. So uh, just just watch it. It's a very, very, very dope What time frame was this? Uh, this is like in the 70s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently in the 70s, like, planes were getting hijacked, like, every other week. Like, this is, like, it was just, like, a normal thing, like, which I also didn't know. But, like, yeah, that's another thing in the documentary that I found out. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, they made 9-11 seem like it was the only one. Nigga, I didn't know this shit was just, like, it happened a lot of times. That's why history is a motherfucker, bro. If you don't pay attention, bro, they'll paint all kind of stories, bro. Yeah, it's another documentary. I'm trying to look it up now. It's similar about a, a robbery slash murder in a Caribbean resort. And, oh, uh, you talking about the shit with uh about St. Thomas? 
Yeah, in St. Thomas, and I remember that yeah, documentary yeah, being yeah. like, "Man, this shit." Yeah, dude, that he kind of he kind of like demanded a plan, but he didn't yeah. hijack. It was it was kind of different, but the shit with DB Cooper is is really really crazy. Uh, yeah, I watched the crack documentary like we talked about earlier. That shit was pretty interesting, man. Like it kind of. Had a nigga kind of emotional and shit. I can't even lie, man. Mm-hmm. Fucking Dr. Carl Hart, bro. Be bringing the tears out of motherfucker. I remember he said some shit. He was like, I remember looking around. like he, I think he said, I went back to my hood after I came back from college or some shit. And he said, like, I looked around my hood and like all my friends were dead. He was like, and he was in tears. Like, and this shit just kind of like, fuck, nigga. Yeah. Like, I don't know what that's like. Like. Like you said earlier, and you know like, why. like, you know what I'm saying? They said, like, when crack hit the hood, that shit was like a bomb, nigga. Like, yeah. like, like I can see it in his face. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think he's an actor, man. Like, he, if he is, he's a damn good one. Yeah. But, um, it felt like watching the first series of, like, when the levees broke. Like, yeah. I was watching, I was yeah. watching American Tragedy. Yeah. And, and just pure negligence of, like, white America's response, or white government, their responsibility to... The people of, yeah, the citizens of this country. Um, this is weird. That's one of the reasons why this current political climate isn't really shocking. Because we, if you really pay attention, you just seen the pattern of behavior. Yeah, like this has been going on for so long. It's not surprising. That's why, like you know, I'm thankful. Like my parents, they used to always nailing, like nail into me about like fucking you know the history of Black America, mm-hmm. man. like. Whether them, I don't know if they was like directly trying to do it, but they always used to tell me story. Like I heard heard stories about where my mom was when JFK got shot, when Martin Luther King got shot, when Malcolm X got shot. You know, so like hearing them stories when you're like eight or nine or six or seven or however the fuck old I was, like I, like those shits are ingrained in my memory. So like I'm used to how you know uh, the government treats Black America and like. Yeah. This documentary is nothing more than just, you know, another aspect of that. Yeah. But it was also, you know, interesting. Like, I learned some shit that I didn't know. Or maybe I didn't. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Sometimes I see them documentaries, too, and I'm like, man, they kind of hustling this shit. Like, they kind of hustle black tragedy. Like, even with, like, uh... They definitely hustle black tragedy. What's the, uh, the, the 13th? Uh-huh. That was Netflix joint? Yeah. Right, yeah. The same type of shit is, like... Yeah, you're highlighting some shit, but at the same time, like, I don't know. Like, I don't, and it's it's kind of funny, because, like. It's like the political Tyler Perry flip. Yeah, like, I don't know if it actually, like, causes political change. I think it shapes it for white people, because these platforms are viewed. Like, there's a, there's a certain kind of white guilt that is contactless like it's not social yeah like, like the reason that's that what I was trying the to reason that, that people yeah. like and that's highlight like black owned it. businesses or black owned uh creative content is because you you know it's a hot button topic so it's 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 kind of like pimping like they're pimping it yeah but that's the game though you just hope that you the the good resonates um that's the only explanation i can give for it because uh, it's almost like the same shit with entertainers and their political views. I don't expect shit out of them. Like, I, I just listen to the content. And if I, if it's good, then we can gauge all the other bullshit they do and how I feel about it. Like, whether I'm willing to stand on it in the public light. But, yeah. Man, at the same time, man, the older I get, you know, like, the quote, I don't know where I heard this shit from, but everything is a vote. So, like, 
where I put my attention, where I put my money, where I put everything is my vote. So, like, if a nigga is completely full of shit, man, I don't always... If I do give my vote, whether it's my listen or my money or whatever it is, I don't feel good about it. <laughs> so, Buyer's remorse. You know, I'm very conscious about how I spend my attention and shit. So, it's... Like I, like I was saying earlier, man, I can disconnect the artist from, like, the brand and all mm -hmm. that type of shit, but at the same time... I don't. I don't feel good about it. Like it's. It's not a. It's not a thing. I don't. I want to get used to. So, but anyway. Uh, what did I say? The crack documentary. Uh, DB Cooper. Oh yeah, I watched the Tiger Joint too. I finally watched the Tiger documentary. I know Sean talked about it on the last podcast, but as I said. I wanted to be a hater, but when I watched the documentary, I was like, eh, hey, yeah, so look, I so, kind of fuck with this nigga. So when I went to go get my haircut, I'm talking to my barber, real. And Rel is like, yo, he's like, yo, I bust out laughing this this week watching your Instagram because I felt just like your man. So I'm at the house, <laughs> high. <laughs> I'm searching through HBO Max and I see the entire do documentary and part of me is just like, fuck this nigga, man. He <laughs> was like, yo, I laughed out loud, bro. <laughs> you just automatically say, fuck this nigga, bro. Yeah, it was always that. <laughs> this nigga said he's a cablazin, a kablut, a kablut, a kablut, nigga. <laughs> nah, nah, bro. Fuck this a, nigga. A kafuffle, nigga. <laughs> a curmudgeon. <laughs> I'm more kablazin. What the fuck? I, I call myself a kablazin. It means I'm white, black, I'm all full of bullshit. <laughs> Kabullshit, nigga. That's what you are, no, nigga. This nigga ain't had, no, <laughs> ain't had no father figure, bro. Yeah, he did, but that nigga ain't never teach him game. He dog. taught him golf. He taught him game, but not yeah. game. He taught him yeah. a game, <laughs> not the game. Not the game. <laughs> the biggest game in life, nigga. <laughs> like, nigga, you don't even know how to hide bitches. <laughs> That's life 101. <laughs> how the fuck do you measure these shots and you don't yeah. know how to measure your bitches, dog? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, nigga? Sometimes you gotta know, nigga, what yeah. club to use, nigga. Yeah. But, uh, you need a fuzzy, bro. <laughs> but anyway, I did. I, I really enjoyed the documentary, actually. Like I said, it did make him more likable because I'm like, oh, you know what, man? He just got put in this predicament, man. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing, man. Yeah, this nigga was a, uh, a bull in the china factory. And I'm gonna take Neil Brennan's take, man. Because it's funny. <laughs> this motherfucker has the worst collection of sunglasses <laughs> in the history of was, life, dog. Yeah, 90s, early 2000s, bro. All that shit was bad. Everything was bad in the 90s, bro. This nigga got the Chipper fucking Jones collection and yeah. shit, nigga. Like, why all these shits like... This nigga, wearing, this nigga wearing Lance Armstrong, yeah, Michael Phelps glasses. Yeah, these shits were bad, bro. This nigga never looked fresh. Mm. Like, he's the worst dressed rich person I've ever seen in life. Man, when he got arrested, he had on, like, a tank top, some hoop shorts, and, and thong flip-flops. <laughs> just look at him like, bro, you got a Nike sponsorship, bro. Just hire a stylist, my nigga. Yeah, like, just look fuck? better, bro. Just look better, bro. You could blaze him, bro. You don't have no plug to get you laced yeah, in with this bait. Nigga, bro, nigga should have been baked down, dog. What's up, bro? You yeah. got money for Supreme. What's up? <laughs> Anyway, yeah, man. Tiger, holler at us, bro. You need a stylist, bro. Holler at us. We'll get you right. Anyway, that's, uh, baby, that's yeah. how we get on, bro. <laughs> Wash guards. <laughs> Wash guards golf attire coming soon, man. <laughs> Shout out to Tiger, man. That, that's just pretty much it, man. Tiger documentary. I, uh, like I watched a lot of decent movies. I mentioned Lucky Day uh, last podcast. Uh, I need to watch it again. I'm probably going to watch that tonight. I'm probably going to watch the D.B. Cooper documentary tonight, too. Um... 
I watched Inherent Vice. Um, it was, I think I mentioned earlier I was watching it on another podcast, but I didn't finish it, so I finished watching it. Really good movie. Uh, I can't really explain it. it. I like movies that have stories that just kind of unfold. Same way I like rap. You just lay the pieces out in front of me. If I can look at it together, like once at, like Lucky Number Slevin reminds me a lot of Inherent yeah, Vice. I love that movie, man. Yeah. The story just kind of plays out, and you yeah. see... You see the plot at then the end. Then you catch up later. Yeah, exactly. All the pieces that happened that you're like, what they the fuck? They sort of just fall into place. Yeah. Like, oh, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I love that movie, man. It's, it's, got, it's, got, it's got Joaquin Phoenix in it, and I've always said he's such a great actor. Um, Gladiator. Uh, what was another Joaquin Phoenix movie that was really, really dope? Outside of Inherent Vice. Joker. Joker. I didn't want to go with that one. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I just saw it. The what? The Master. I didn't see The Master. Give me one more. I challenge you. One more Joaquin Phoenix movie. Her. her that was the other one. Mm. Uh, her was... Her. He he had to act the shit out of that movie. I was like, yo, imagine you acting with a, a blank screen. Like, this is all... kind of feel like that's what the Joker was. You want to keep it real? <laughs> nah, it wasn't. It was. Like, he, in the he way... Had, in they, the way. They, did it, they did it twice. Like, the fact that you realize it's one of those things where you look back and you saw how the story unfolded. I'm saying, when you said that, it just clicked that, yo, yeah, that's his style of acting. Like, yeah. it's just that overact. It's kind of overacting in a sense, but it's, it works with certain characters. I think he he focuses on that shock value type of acting. Like he's a, he really he almost looks like Broadwayish. Like he looks like he's on a stage when he acts. That makes sense. Yeah, I think I think the death of his that's brother it. made him go yeah, hard. Yeah, everything. He's very big in the way he acts. That's what I'm trying to say. Like that's why I like that's why I can draw the comparisons to her. Like he's it's kind of like that. He can do it with nothing because it's all him. Like with him on like the st- like the scene with him on the steps and the Joker, it's like that's just him. Yeah, like he's just performing and shit. You know what I mean? Like uh, anyway. Uh, I also watched Seven Psychopaths, one of my favorite movies. Um, shout out Christopher Walken, the dude who plays um I can't Sam. What's his name? Sam. I can't remember his name. It's Sam something. But the dude who plays Colin Farrell's homeboy, who play, who's really the psychopath in the movie, is hilarious. One of my favorite actors. He replaced Giovanni Ribisi as my favorite, like one of my favorite white actors since I realized Giovanni Ribisi was a Scientologist. Um, <laughs> he's like in infomercials and shit. Dougie uh, Fresh is too. Dougie Fresh is a Scientologist? Yeah. It's fucked up. What? what? Yep. Yeah, I was like, man, niggas got to stop. Retweeting Dougie Fresh. This nigga don't know shit. This nigga, Shout out to Dougie Fresh. What's his Metachlorian count? Did they put? Did they put it out there? I don't even know what that means. Ain't that Scientology? That's. <laughs> I'm just fucking around, bro. I know that's Star Wars, bro. Yeah, he's a Jedi. This nigga Dougie Fresh is a beatbox Jedi. Yeah, it's like, why is this nigga a fucking sci- uh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, what else did I watch this week? Uh. Nothing really. I've been going. My YouTube searches are so random, and it's it's weird because I know I'm talking to Draven. He don't give a fuck about the shit I've been watching. Mm-mm. Not on YouTube, especially. Mm-mm. But I watch these short videos just on cooking shit. So lately, I've just been on processing like whole animals. Like uh, I've been watching butcher videos, uh, like cutting what part. Yeah, you, you talked about that shit before. Yeah, what part of? I was uh, just as disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> what part of the animal like certain cuts come from? But yeah, I respect it, man. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess what we've been listening to, we'll do that. 
let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, CeeLo Green. I've been saying that album for a long time. CeeLo Green is Thomas Calloway. Love Boat. Uh, I don't know how to say this dude's name, man. So, shout out to him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It's like Varnish La Pishnish or something. No, no, I'm mm-hmm. say this nigga name. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, Love Boat. Mm hmm. Song's called Love Boat. I think I thought it was pretty dope. Uh, let me see what else I got. Mm. Uh, shout out to Anderson Pack. I went back through with Oxnard mm. earlier today. Actually, the album is pretty solid, man. I don't know why they didn't really respect it as much as we um, should have. Malibu so hard. Yeah. Uh, Universal Mind Control. <laughs> I actually listened to Punch Drunk Love today. Shout out to Conor. Hey, baby. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Corinne Bailey Ray live mm, in New York. I listened to her her live album mm. today. This is one song. This I don't know where it is, but it's called Since I've Been Loving You. I, I, I really fuck with it. It's just all piano and love. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Corinne Bailey Ray. Uh, what else have I listened to? Oh, I went back to Don Tolliver. Uh, mm-hmm. Donnie Womack. I just realized he was managed by Sycamore. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, mm-hmm. well, yeah. He uh, he also is the A and R for Travis Scott. Yeah, so he's this yeah. yeah. So um, back in uh, Donnie Womack. Money on the back end. That's my shit. Uh, earlier I was playing MJ. Oh, let's let's do this. Let's do uh four tops, man. Shout out to the four tops. Mm. Are you man enough? Shout Are out to them. Are you man enough? Uh, what else we got? <laughs> MJ Displace Hotel. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Superbad. This Place Hotel, the Jacksons. It's on the Triumph album. Shit's pretty dope. I've been on some R&B shit, man. Shout out to Jasmine Sullivan, man. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but I always feel like she's very underrated, dog. I actually really fuck with Jasmine Sullivan, man. I've been scared to say it, like, in public, but I actually fuck with her shit. <laughs> I, heard a, I heard a take on another podcast where they were like, yo, that... Like, women prefer her when she's busting the windows out your car. Yeah, but I prefer listen, that shit, too. But, do you? Uh, no, no. I actually like uh, the I like last the, one. Like, I love, like, like Let It Burn. It's a very yeah, fire song. Yeah, Let It Burn is fire, man. I remember hearing that shit, like, on the radio, because I don't never hear listen to the radio or listen to R&B. The hook so that she did for I'm Gold like, Link on that song, crazy. I can't remember the name of it, but it's produced by K. Trinata. But I always I, felt like, why don't more rappers collab with her, bro? Yeah. Like, yeah. Gold Link was the only one who could kind of figure that shit out. That song is a banger. Yeah. I think Wale did early on too. Yeah, like I love uh, Jasmine Sullivan's voice, man. Mm-hmm. To keep it real. So uh, shout out to Jasmine Sullivan. Uh, it looks like that's about it. Oh yeah, shout out to Rory, Indigo Child. What na na? I listen to Cigarette Song. Cigarette Song is a banger. Cigarette Song is really dope, man. So like, shout out to Rory, man. Wherever the fuck you are. Damn, just two cigarette songs. He had a cigarette song, and so does Amir Bay. Oh yeah. Yeah, cigarettes is dope. Oh yeah, Tierra Whack, Whack World. That uh, that project was hard. Project is very dope. It's like all like one minute joints. It's a video for it too. If you look it up on YouTube, it's a pretty interesting uh, montage of all the songs. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I ain't listening to none of this other shit. Right. Uh, I went on Isaiah. I went in on Isaiah Rashad recently. Sylvia demo standout joints were uh, Brad Jordan. West Savannah, like Ronnie Drake, down. Heavenly Father. Um, I like uh, West Side Savannah. Yeah, West Savannah. Which says, West Savannah. Uh, yeah. Mm. 
One of the reasons I like this album is because he take this random shot at D Goods, and I oh, if I ever met the nigga, I want to ask yeah, him shot why. Shot you down is dope. Yeah, shot you down so hard, but yeah. in the remix, shot the Schoolboy Q and J Rock. Yeah, um, I went through Sun's tirade too. Um, for the Squad is one of my favorite songs. Um, Kendrick joined his fire. Kendrick joined his fire. Don't matter. Stuck in the mud. I listened to Stuck in the Mud like seven times. Nah. Uh, nigga, look at what the Reaper got stuck uh, in the mud. Hoes, dreamers, stuck in the mud. I might go back to the album. Yeah, it's it's not bad, bro. Yeah. It's actually pretty decent. It's something you can let play through. It, it it reminds me of like new age tribe shit. Like it gives me a real tri- tribe called Quest vibe, which is dope to me. Uh, I don't think anybody's been able to really encapsulate that vibe recently. There have been groups that have tried, but everybody seems to be more infatuated with Outkast, like reinventing a sound that... I didn't love Isaiah Rashad when he first came out, but he grew on me after I think he's... I think... I'll say my take later, because it's, it might be taken some kind of way. But I think he's a solid artist for people who are of a more underground hip-hop side. Like, you, there's mainstream pop hip-hop. Like, niggas Patreon like Travis content. Scott. Yeah. 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 Uh... Flower Boy, Tyler the Creator, Boredom. I listen to that incessantly. Boredom, 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 boredom. Uh, Rodeo, mm. Pornography, 90210. Me and uh, Logan had an in-depth discussion about how dope that song is. Because he was saying he likes melodies. I was like, yo, you need to start listening to niggas who got samples. If you like Travis Scott, you already know a lot of those melodies based on samples come from the influence of Yay. But another thing that they overlook is Bridges. I was like, start listening to songs with Bridges because that'll be... Travis is king of Bridges. Another level of branching the artists you like with the shit that you want to make. But yeah, uh, I I can tell Apple Pie. I listen to Tori Moi. 3500 too. 3500 hard. Tori Moi, Toro Moi, Anything in Return, So Many Details, Grown Up Calls, uh, studies. Yeah, so many details. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, causes of this. There's a song on the album called You Hid that they do a, a Yours Truly remix of where he kind of rebuilds the song. I saw that first before I heard the album. That song slapped so hard on YouTube. It just made me kind of like the song on the album by default. But it's a cool little song. Uh, I went through the Avalanches album in part today. Uh, it sounds decent. Like it's it, it reminds me of Salt, but more all encompassing. It's like their pop version. Um, Salt feels really, it has a political overtone of it to it intentionally. This shit will sneak up on you. Um, but it also made me go back through Wildflower. Um, long way, long way, Sinatra too. Long way, long way, long way, long way. Stone standout joints, real trappers with Hood Rich. It was good to hear Hood Rich back out on some shit. Um, Trap It Out featuring Little Baby. Uh, what's the joint? Bad Bitch with Black Youngster Hard. Get Right is probably my favorite song. Shout out Sam, uh, Black Man 4 on Instagram. He was playing it on his uh, stories, and I was like, I need to listen to this shit. Long Way always come with some shit. Like, I feel like he got standout tracks. Uh, Alfredo, Salt again. Kanye West, I listen to Wolves. Shout out Taji. Father Stretch My Hands. I listened to Thought About Killing You off yeah, the Yeah, Wolves album. is really dope. I actually really like um, Wolves. I, I hated that song when it dropped. Yeah. 
But when I sat with it, I'm like, man, this song is really dope. It's, it's just, it just yeah. got a feel. It yeah, got a feel. Got a, it feel like it definitely got a feel. Too. It's kind of like New Slaves. I hate it when it came out, but after I oh. go back and listen to it, it's like, all right. Oh, I like New Slaves. Yeah. Oh, I like that shit when it dropped. I went through a lot of... Um, you talking that shit. Oh, before I get get too far. <laughs> Broke nigga racism. Shout out Black Spade. I went through Hopeless and Romanticizing. Shout out Black um, Spade, man. Fly Monarch really been hitting different now, man. The more I, the more I live life, the more I listen to your music, bro. I really feel like we got to get you on the pod. Like, yeah, we got to get you on dope. the pod. That would be super dope. <laughs> Tales from the tour. <laughs> um, I ain't do it. I ain't do no wild shit. Yeah, I didn't either. For real, it'd be more conversations just about how we realized six degrees of separation is a real thing. I didn't realize this nigga knew Illa. That shit was a shock. Or the, the conversation we had about Wish and the people we knew from there. Like, he knew Rubik's. That shit was crazy. But anyway, uh, I listened to a lot of Pharrell. Um, nothing. Uh, Victory was really, really dope. It's in the air. And, and Like a Fish. Like a Fish is one of the weirdest songs I've ever heard, but it still kind of smacks for no reason. Um, Fly or Die and In Search Of. Y'all know the vibes. Uh, and then last but not least, yep, I think that may be it. That may be it. Alfredo. I don't know if I mentioned that already. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we are washed, but not washed up. Washed, uh, but not washed up. Shout out to No Limit Exposure. You got any other things you want to do before we do the do? Y'all stay black. Nothing? Nope. Uh, black business roll call, maybe. You feel man. like doing it? All right, fuck y'all uh, Shout out to No Limit Exposure. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Hank Aaron once again. Uh, yeah, I feel like I, I want to say some shit. Joe Biden hates black people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. All right, cool. <laughs>